David Collins. 30 minutes. Show with David Collins. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show. I'm your host, David Collins, and we have another great episode for you today. I'm really excited for today's guest. Of course, before we start the show, color of the day. Today's color of the day, gray, defined as of a color intermediate between black and white, as of ashes or lead, true gray literally means without color. Today's color of the day, gray. Today's guest is Anthony Zenhauser. Brought to you by Max Motors. Don't overpay on your next vehicle. Max Motors on Highway 24 in Manhattan. And we're going to get right into the show today with World News with David Collins. And we still have some stories that we need to cover from the break that we missed there. But I always like to ask Anthony, when we have a guest on the show, when you think of World News, what are you thinking about this week? Oh, man, what I'm going to eat later. You're not paying too much attention to the news here? Well, maybe you've caught up with a couple of these stories. This first one was a real downer, unfortunately. Danny Masterson, famous from That 70s Show, after a few rape and sexual assault accusations, is now sentenced to 30 years. Have you heard about this? Yeah, oh, yeah. Big fan of the show. Not a big fan of Danny, but a big fan of the show. Right, of course. What can it. you do there? Did you watch the trial at all? I don't think it was televised, was it? No, but you can read the transcripts out there. It's interesting. The most, the, the most interesting thing that came out of it from my perspective is we found that I'm going to stick my foot up your ass was actually a Masterson improv. Wow. But they thought it would work better for Red there. Isn't that interesting? Not the only accusation, though. You might be following this. Russell Brand. Have you heard about Russell Brand? Uh, yes. Similar story. Some accusations. We're going to let the dust settle there and see exactly what happens. But Russell Brand has been rustling some feathers in the news this week with his sexual accusations. I believe it's four women that have come out anonymously accusing him of sexual misconduct. That's right. No matter what happens, maybe they should have changed the name of that movie to Making Sarah Marshall Forget. <laughs> I saw this headline. Are you paying attention at all to the Bidens at all? I saw this headline. I'm not too familiar, but it did say something about a between his son and Biden, a wife transfer. Did you hear about that? No, wife transfer. I'm not sure. I only read the headline. And last in the world news that we wanted to cover today, Justin Trudeau and Canadian Parliament. Did you see these clips going around? Unfortunately, we don't have a clip for you. This clip is where they are applauding a former SS officer that fought in World War II on the side of the Nazis. And it's, a, it's about 30 seconds of straightforward applause and a standing ovation. Did you see this? No, I didn't. Well, I did. I heard of it. I didn't, I didn't actually see the footage. Well, it's a long clip to get through. A lot of clapping. I've never seen such a standing ovation. But for so many people to make such a mistake, that was not very smart. And that was World News with David Collins. Did you think of any stories while we were going through those? Anything that you wanted to talk about this week? Well, there's the fire alarm that that guy pulled, right? In, right. Uh, during, the, during that big the vote. Democratic congressman pulls a fire alarm thinking that's how he's going to get out the door. You know, can we get any people in office that know how the technology works these days? I mean, they got to figure out how to uh, make the government work first, right? We have a great guest for you today. Brought to you by Max Motors. Don't overpay on your next vehicle. Max Motors on Highway 24 in Manhattan. 
a veteran of New York City stand-up comedy, our guest has worked all over the Northeast. From AMP by Strathmore in Maryland, Silver Birches, Soul Joel's Comedy Club, and Lounge and Wisecrackers in Pennsylvania, The Comedy Loft, The Dojo of Comedy, and Tiff's Comedy in New Jersey, to Laugh It Up Comedy Club, New York City. He's not only work a working comic, but a comedy writer, writing for many gas digital roasts. You may also recognize his voice from other podcasts he's appeared on, such as Berg's Bass, The Rap Podcast, Zach's Midnight Spook Show, and Compound Media. Please make a warm David Collins welcome today for Anthony Zenhausen. Oh, what a pleasure to be here, man. And it's a it's a great to have you. We're really excited. I love to talk a little about those roasts, too. I'm not familiar. I love talking with a comedy writer. But we do have one segment that we have to get into right away this morning. And that's David Collins' red cards. And I'm going to ask you if you have some red cards to hand out this week. But I just have a few red cards that I need to hand out this week. One is actually on the topic of comedy writing. This first one here, Chris Christie's writing staff gets a red card this week for handing him during the Republican debate last week a corny joke where he said, Trump, if you don't start showing up, people are going to start calling you Donald Duck. Mm. I don't think I that don't cuts it there. What would you write? Do you have a better joke that you might have written for him? I mean, I, I think that he's more of a sight gag guy. I don't know if you've seen his shorts that he wears, but, you know, I think they're trying to get him on that side. of the. That's uh, a great idea. Right. Maybe you can should bring some props out on stage on the next debate. Anyway, Chris Christie's writing staff gets a red card this week. I wrote down a joke here. Maybe call him Donald Trump, more like Ronald Frump. Mm, that's pretty good. That might be okay. He is kind of frumpy. A little frumpy. Number two on our red cards this week. I have to give a red card to whoever started this trend on social media. How often do you think of the Roman Empire as the trend? And I got to say, I'm embarrassed. I haven't thought of the Roman Empire since high school. So whoever started that Roman Empire trend on social media, you get a red card this week. And lastly, this is a little negative. I'm not sure how I want to go into it here. Aaron Putnam, a Chicago comedian. He's been opening for Karen Feehand. We are excited to get him on the show. Karen Feehand, a New York City comedian. Aaron Putnam, we wanted to get on the show. Unfortunately, I have a bit of family emergency this week, and it forced us to reschedule. I personally reached out to him and tried to maybe reschedule for the week after or whatever would work for him. Immediately, Aaron Putnam blocked us on all social media. We'd love to get you on the show, Aaron. Love to have you here as a guest, but for blocking us on all social media, you get a red card this week. What do you think about that? That might be a little dramatic, no? No, I think you're exactly on point. I think you should give it the red cards out to whoever you feel they deserve. You know, one hundred percent. I mean, I'd shoot a little bit. I'd shoot a little bit lower and try to get Karen Feehan. Wow. You know, that's something that I'd love to ask her about, too. Karen Feehan would be a great guest. If anybody out there knows Karen Feehan and could get her on the show, email me, dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. We'd love to make that happen. I mean, Anthony, when you say you're going to have his opening act, all I can think about is uh, which opening is she talking about? <laughs> do you have any See, red cards that you want to hand out this week? No, pretty much. No, I think everybody's pretty cool this week. I got no, I got no problem. Probably uh, to Skankfest for not inviting me this year. You know, I'll be there next year. I have an invitation, but uh, you know, boo hiss boo for not having me boo, there. That is too bad. And we have friend of the show. I was just looking this morning. Friend of the show, Andy Fiore. He's been on the show. He oh, was yeah, at Skankfest this year. A great guest, but for not having 
Anthony Zenhauser at Skankfest Theorist here. We have to give Skankfest a red card this That's week. That's right. Shame on you. So, Anthony, you're a New York City comedian. Did you start out in New York City? Yeah, born and raised. Born and I just, raised. I just got lucky, and I and I ended up in New York City, you know, without without anybody's help. And then I just uh, started doing comedy from there. You know, it's a good place to start. It's like it, it's I, like it's like it's like starting in the NBA. Right now, I can't imagine. I personally started in Manhattan, but Manhattan, Kansas. That's where I oh. started my stand-up comedy and my radio career. But it's not the same idea where you get as much opportunity to get on stage there. You also do podcasts, and I'd love to talk a lot about podcasts you mentioned, and you do auditions. A bit of a jack-of-all-trades, you might say. Well, kind of, you know, the first part's right. And we want to learn all about that. I'm not sure if anybody let you know, we do play games on this show, and that sound means it's time for our first game. Our first game today is just for you. It's called Zen or Again for Zen Hauser, of course. So we're going to play a clip from a movie or a TV show, and you're going to have to decide, is that Zen as a resolute line for the TV show or movie, or is that, again, setting up a line that's going to be repeated throughout the series? Are you ready to play Zen or Again? Sure. Perfect. Why don't we listen to this first clip here? Might be a little quiet. All right, well, it sounded like that was from Seinfeld there. Those pretzels are making me thirsty. But what in the show was that line from? Was that Zen or was that again setting it up for the future? Again. Oh, no. I'm sorry. That was the last time that line was used to Zen out the entire episode there. That's all right. A bit of a tricky one because it is used so often there. Maybe you'll do better here on round two. Oh, that's definitely an again. Another classic there. Let's take a look. That's right. That's right. That was again. That's one of the first times that they say Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Of course, showing that that's also a way to get him to leave. Are you a fan of that movie? Oh, big fan. Big fan of that movie. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite movie, you'd say? Beetlejuice 2. Interesting. You know, Beetlejuice the musical was just in the news recently. Mm, I heard about that fascinating story a little too political though we try to avoid politics why don't we jump into round three here that's a good idea in case i don't see you good afternoon good evening and good night oh that was buddy holly right zen or again in case i don't see you that was from the truman show and i believe well, he says it all. He says it throughout the entire movie. So I'm going to say that was, but that was the last time he said it. So I'm going to say Zen. That's right. Right on point. That is the name of the game, Zen or again. Right. And that was the last time right before he leaves the Truman Show that he says it. That's great. Zen or again. Did you like that game? Uh, I'm still thinking about how I feel about it, but I'll probably have an answer for you at the end of the show. Perfect. Well, we have a fan favorite coming up at the end of the show, so you'll be able to compare which game you like the most. Brought to you by Max Motors. Don't overpay on your next vehicle. Max Motors on Highway 24 in Manhattan. Now, Anthony, I love Max Motors. I'm always there. Oh, that's perfect. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's a great sponsor to have on the show. I'm so happy that they were able to get exclusive with us this time around. Now, yesterday you did a podcast and an audition. So it's a little, it's a little fresh, I'm sure. But I did want to ask you because I'm such a big fan Jeez, of podcasts. You do you have your own? Nut. Do you have um, your own podcast? 
Uh, right now, I'm kind of dabbling with a couple of them. I mean, I uh, I work on my own stuff on my own channel. You can go to Anthony Zenhauser on YouTube. I Anthony do a show Zenhauser called Lady Gen Zen. It's a late night show that I do. I'll I'll just have you know uh, people without mustaches on. And, Is that a live uh, show? Sometimes I try to do it live. If the if the guest can't come in, uh, on the because it's at night, and sometimes you get a comedian there. They're working at night, right? So. I have it's to always tougher to get those comedians when they're trying to get a show going. Right. You don't want to. I mean, they're working. You now, know? you mentioned yesterday that you did a show called The BS Show. And I'm mm -hmm. not so familiar, but I believe that we had a friend of the show, Cardiff Electric, on the show. Mm -hmm. And he had mentioned that show, if I'm not mistaken. Was that with Cardiff Electric? Um, the Yesterday was not. I no, see. But I've, a but BS I've done, show. I've worked what could with the Cardiff format before. be for a BS show? Is that where they're just riffing and talking like comedians, like almost like a green room style? Um, where you're just I, I think it's I think it's more it's free form. There's really um, form. I mean, I think they have a certain uh, list of topics they want to get through, but usually it's just people talking on a podcast. I see. Are you a big fan of podcasts? I've seen you as a guest on a handful of podcasts and you were recommended as a guest for being oh, a yeah? guest on so many great podcasts. Who recommended me? I'm not sure, just a fan of the show. I really should have written wow. it down. We might have That's had okay. it on last week's notes there. I'm not sure if we got mixed up. I don't have a lot of fans, so it could only be like three or four people. Is that right? Well, yeah. that's too bad. Maybe we can do something about that. Give you a good David Collins bump today. So you write for roasts. Is that right? I've written for some roasts, yeah. Who do you think is the most exciting person that you've had the opportunity to write for? <laughs> um, I got to write for... Uh... Uh, the big Jay Okerson roast was a lot. Of wow! Fun. Yeah, that's a uh, great guess. We might have to try to get fun. big Jay Okerson on. Speaking of things, yeah. Skanks Fest too. That's unfortunate that you weren't able. You're writing I for know. that team. You're I part know. of that universe, and you're not at the big I festival. Know. That really is I something know. there. What's well, it like writing for a roast? Now let me ask oh, you though. What's it like writing your material? I think this is an important question. How do you write your material at all? Um, you know, it just. You know, you, you think of things when you're doing mundane things, you know, when you're vacuuming, taking a shower, kind right. of think of ideas, you know, you think of concepts would be funny, you know, what what, what would a mouse look like in a hat? <laughs> you know, you just like, uh, you know, you write a joke on Is it. Is that something you do? Maybe you look at somebody else and say, you look like a mouse wearing a hat. You could. And then you kind of, you kind of take your jokes and you turn it into a roast joke. Well, just observational stuff, you know, things that uh, everybody kind of notices, maybe things that people just don't even think about, but they, they relate to. Is that how you describe your style of comedy? An observational? We've had people tell us they're a storyteller. I might consider no, myself more like a storyteller, I think. I think Are you? I'm doing. How long have you been doing comedy? I've been doing comedy. Well, I started in, 2000, well, I started in 2013 when I was working in radio um, in Manhattan, Kansas there. I started at the college there. And mm -hmm. I had the opportunity. We actually had Mark Norman coming through town. And he came and interviewed at the radio station. My first time opening was open. My first time doing comedy was a guest spot for Mark Norman wow. at Stanford and Sons Comedy Club. But I haven't oh. been so consistent. I'm more of a broadcaster myself. But I have name. dabbled in stand-up comedy for the last 10 years, certainly. And uh, did you learn a lot from Norman? I would say I learned. One thing I learned especially is the next day he was nice enough and he took me out and taught me how to do an ollie. We skateboarded a little bit. Oh, it was the first cool, time yeah. I ever did an ollie. It was a lot of fun. And I hate to retread this. We talk a lot about this on episode three of David Collins' 30 and a half hour show. And I tell that whole story about opening for Mark Norman there. That's a great story. You know what they call an, an alley-oop that you mess up? What's that? An alley-oops. <laughs> Comedy! This is me off. Yeah. This is me off. Things that piss me off this week. 
Okay. Well, let's well we want to learn it. more about some of the projects that you're working on, but we did get a fun call in from Brody Toopy this week, a bit of a cantankerous fella, and that mm. was him. He has a call-in segment called What's Pissing Off Brody This Week. You'll have to let me know if you know anybody like this, but let's take a little listen to Brody this week. Hey, David, just want to call in and let you know that I'm freaking pissed, dude. You let that dumbass Jerry still work on the show after losing my thing? That's ridiculous, man. Other things that are pissing me off this week, I went hunting this weekend. There was a guy in my spot, been there since 9 p.m. the night before. That pisses me off. Get a freaking life, dude. Mosquitoes. I got tore up. Called my buddy. I said, hey, do you think we need mosquito spray? He goes, nah, it's been cold. Update. It's not cold enough. Okay, them buggers tore me up. They pissed me off. The hem on a towel that comes unhemmed. I don't like the way it looks. I don't like the way it feels. I want that thick little piece of the towel irritating my face because I'm drying off too hard. Now I feel like I have an unkept towel. feels kind of dirty. Allergies. I don't know if you can tell, David. I'm a little stuffed up. Right. They piss me off, okay? I just want to breathe, especially now that I have a CPAP. You want to hear how loud that bugger has to be to push the air through my nose? That pisses me off. My dog can't sleep. The timer on a car wash dryer. Okay, first off, way too short, okay? And number two, way too long, okay? Just let me make the dryer so I can just sit there and then tell me, hey, the dryer, it's the worst part of the car wash, okay? The rest of the car wash, you just sit and it moves around you. And then they go, okay, now it's your turn to take control. Let's get some water spots on that nice new car you just washed. It pisses me off. <laughs> He's a bit cantankerous, like I told you there. Do you know anybody like that? What do you think of Brody? No, Any of those ring true to you? No, pretty much everyone's pretty uh, happy with their with their hunting spot. I see. Well, that's too bad. Brody, I'd hate to call it a you problem there, but maybe that wasn't the most relatable. It is too bad that Jerry deleted your last clip. He was so funny on that last one. We were going to have a segment from him the last show. Jerry went ahead and deleted it. Oh, Surprised he didn't have more to say on that. That really would have gotten me going for the entire week. Somebody deletes something like that. Now I want to ask you valid problems, though. Sure. I mean, when that when the hemp comes off your towel, hate that. What a nightmare! Yeah, what it really a is. Nightmare. Do you do anything on TikTok? I like to ask people this when they I do used something to. on TikTok. I wonder what they're putting on there. If it's they're putting up the same clips that they put on every platform, or if you're doing something TikTok specific. Right. Well, I think you're supposed to be doing TikTok specific. I started putting things on that platform that I was doing it with other places, and they were I would I just keep getting the videos taken down. Really? They're very strict on TikTok. That's interesting. You'd think yeah. for it being such a new platform, people used to seem to be talking a lot about going to alternative platforms that are less strict, but the ones that are blowing up are the strictest of them all. I believe that. I believe that's a fact. I believe that that's actually a reflection on the generation coming up too. I feel like that they are. Uh, censoring themselves a lot more than they, they need to be censored. Well, that's a good alternate take there. Our previous guest had a fun sketch video arguing that people are giving Generation Z a little too much crap for being lame, and then he said how much fun he and his family is. So I'm not sure exactly a bit controversial there. So mm -hmm. you, you dropped the TikTok, though. It's not something that you've, you've followed through with. Well, you know, you can't drop it. I mean, you got to keep it there just in case things, you know, the, right. kid, the kids love it. So it's like, you got to like, where, where, where am I going to go? The people that, that really enjoy my work are, are 
going to die in a few years. So you have to go for the younger generation because they are the future of, of, of people spending money. Certainly. So you have to Unfortunately, go of course, a lot of my audience does come from that terrestrial. We've, we've expanded now having so many young comedians on the show. I'm sure it's changing. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can try to get you some of those young people also. Are you a fan of prank calls? I used to love prank calls. I That's mean, perfect. I'm a big fan of prank calls. We love a good David Collins phone scam on the show. Friend of the show, Dan McCullough, we had a lot of new things that we needed to do for our new space here, and he made a lot of extra trips to Best Buy and other electronics stores. He did not have a good taste in his mouth after leaving the last time, so he thought it'd be a fun idea to give them a fun prank. Let's take a little listen. Thank you for calling Best Buy. How can I help you? Hello? Hello, is this the Best Buy? Yes. Good. My name is Eric Shun. I was talking to my wife. We've been having a lot of troubles. Okay. Troubles with what? Yes, you know, uh, in the bedroom. Oh, well, I don't think we sell the kind of electronics you're thinking of. What? Would you get your mind out of the gutter? I'm perfectly fine when it comes to that, thank you. (laughs) Sir, maybe you should just come into the store and see what we have. We're thinking about bringing in a third to our relationship, you see. Somebody told me you sell Alexas? Well, sir, I see what you mean now. While we do sell Amazon Alexas, they are not intended for that kind of use. Don't be a fuddy-duddy. Now, please, between you and me, son... Do you think I'm not that- really comfortable with this conversation. You should just come into the store, man. <laughs> you know, he usually, got caught. He got caught. Dan does like to follow up often on these phone scams. I'm surprised he didn't give them a call back in this instance, but it's always fun to get them and show them, hey, you're, maybe you're not completely in charge of that store, huh? Uh, I feel like that uh, that could have went real bad real quick, but the guy was able to hang with it. And uh, your friend is very, very good at what he does. Of course, a great voice actor, if I don't say so. It's great that he's been doing some new voices for the show there. Oh, you what, got more examples? What do you think your favorite scam would be? What, do you, what, do you, what is an example of when you used to love doing mm. a good phone scam there? I like a good Ponzi scheme. Oh, you mean like just strictly for phones? Maybe a fun prank call. Yeah, usually like a bomb doing, thread is pretty fun. People at night. Like a bomb threat or, uh, you know, something of that nature. You know, something that everybody can enjoy. That's Gets fun. moving. We're looking, forward to, we're looking forward to having L.A. I'm not sure what he called. I believe he is a comedian, but he's more of a broadcaster himself. I know him from a podcast. Joey LaFleur, famous mm-hmm. for his bomb threats. And we'd love to talk to him about some of his wow. phone scams. Joey L. I'll write that down. Joey LaFleur. L-O-O-R. I'm emailing David Collins. And that sound means it's time for David Collins Collins and emails. And we got one email here that I wanted to go over. We might skip it, but first we had a fun voicemail come in. We have a great, of course, this is an international show. And we have Mm -hmm. a great listener out of Jamaica. He goes by B-Dude, and occasionally he likes to give us a little check-in here. So we'll take a little call from B-Dude today. Wagwan David, it's B-Dude back in the action from Jamaica, man. Me couldn't wait to drop your voicemail and give a big shout-out for the premiere episode of Season 2. Welcome back, me brother. And me hope you feel the Jamaican vibes all the way from the Caribbean. <laughs> you know, 
We all been eagerly waiting for down here in Jamaica. Your show turned global sensation. It's bit coverage cultures and bring we together for some good old laughter and fun. But David, me have a mention something what take me hard lately. Me hear about Danny Masterson getting that thirty year sentence and me heart heavy, man. That seventy show it beloved not just in the States, but right here in a Jamaica too. We've been rolling with them crazy Wisconsin kids from day one. It's tough to see someone from the show face such a situation. But justice half a prevail. Right. Anyway, your show like a ray of sunshine in even in a cloudy times. And we Jamaicans appreciate that more than you know. Keep the episodes coming, David. And keep the good vibes rolling. Make on a wait to see what the rest of season two bring. Bless up, me brother. Well, thank you so much for that call in, B Dude. Always great to hear from you and your friends. What did you I think mean, about B Dude? That, that accent went Italian real quick. Is that right? You know, I'm not sure. He might be a multicultural Jamaican. I'm you not think sure. So? Cardiff had accused him of calling from Jamaica, Queens, and mm. I'm not even sure what that might mean. I don't even know. Oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's some sort of a homophobic slur. I'd certainly hope not. We would have wanted to bleep that, especially now. We've getting a little edgier now in our second season, but we were holding off at that time. You can tell you got me on as a guest. I'm, I'm sure you're ready to kind of like take it to another. Is level, that right? right? Are you known as a bit of an edgier comic? Well, not edgy, like an edging comic. You know, I'll take Uh-oh. you right to the point of getting laughter, and then I'll pull it back real quick. So I yeah. forgot to ask that. Of course, you can find your YouTube, Anthony Zenhauser. And that's easy enough there. But do you have sure. a comedy special anywhere? No, but I'm working on one this year. I hope to have it out by uh, spring. That's great. So many people are putting on great specials on YouTube. Yeah, I think okay. a half an hour is the way to go. I think that's what they're doing, I guess. And you wouldn't be the first hour, one. So. Famous comedian Dave Attell years ago was bragging about how he's the only one who will still do 30 minutes because that's the best way to do it. You know, Dave Attell is uh, an inspiration for everybody as far as, as comedians go. I feel like in, in our generation, at least, you're a little bit younger than me. How old are you? I was born in 1994, Christmas Day. I'm 28 oh, years old. You you bitch. You're so young and beautiful. Um, Yeah, so I think Skanks for the Memories is something that everybody should listen to. Skanks Great album. for the memories. Skanks everybody for the memories. at home, if anybody knows that special, make sure you send me an email, dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. And appreciate Anthony bringing that up. Sounds like a great special we should all check out there. Right That's right. We're going to go ahead and skip that other email that we got here. Just a nice email. Brian and Suzanne, though, I am trying to follow up with you. Maybe reach back to the show. Now, we have a new section or a new segment that we've introduced last week and over mm-hmm. the break. We're bringing in any comedians or any musical guests or any artists that want to show off their act on the show. And maybe Mm -hmm. in the future, we'll be able to get them as a guest on the show, too, if they're popular enough. Last week, we had a visual comedian guest. He did a minute of stand-up comedy. Very popular. That was Mr. Mr. Wallace from Iowa. This week, we have a musical act. The band is named Brisa from Illinois. So we're going to take a little listen to their musical act today. Oh, 
break the ice with just a bit of español. I say hello. I say hello. Good Friday, come the cement, it's so caliente. I say hello. Mucho calor. How about this weather? It sure is hot. The boy from up the block just totally made my day. <laughs> But I'm too shy to think of anything to say. To have a little conversation would be neat. I guess I'll just keep right on talking about the heat. I say hello. Si, si, senor. Good Friday. That was Brisa. That was great. You know, I actually, I will say, I think I enjoy the comedy act a little more. Well, I mean, so I hear songs like that in. Right, right. Well, thank you very much for thanking them for sending that in. And all I got to say is mas. You know what I mean? That's Spanish for mass. Of course, that sound means it's time for our second and last game. Like I mentioned before, a fan favorite that I'm excited to bring back. It's called Sign the Joke. So we're going to go over a comedian's joke, and based on the joke, you're going to have to determine what comedian said that. Are you oh, ready great. to play Anthony oh, Zanhauser? Yeah. This is what I was waiting for. The joke. Well, I'm glad to hear that this might be something that you're waiting for here. Should be a great game, and I'd love to see you having some success on this one here. Oof, for once. Sign the joke. Round one. I'm here legally, just so you know. Or maybe I'm not. That's how easy it is to sneak into this country. All you gotta do is lie. It's so easy, there's millions of illegal immigrants in this country. Millions. You have no idea how many. It's so simple, we're all here. All you gotta do is this. You fly in, okay? And then you don't leave. And that's it. Welcome to America. Just act casual. Put on a Yankees jersey, and if anyone asks you, yes, the U.S. version of The Office is better than the original. That was round one of Sign the Joke. And oh, that was a that, joke? Can you catch who wrote that joke? Um, I'm going to say, let's see, who does, who does a lot of immigrant humor? I know this one. I think that was... Who's an immigrant? got to be somebody with a silly accent, right? A silly Yakov, accent. Yakov Shmirnov. Oh. No, I'm sorry. Yes, the U.S. version of The Office is better than the original. That was Colm Turl. Oh. Colm Turl. A uh, great comedian. Well, he's also had a new well. special come out recently. He is an Irish-American, I believe. I think he's just Irish. Is that right? Well, I'm not too sure. So. It does say in the joke that he's here legally, but who knows? You know, people embellish all the time. There was a recent controversy about people embellishing a little too much in their jokes, actually. Maybe we'll talk about that next week on World News. Why don't we jump into round two here of Sign the Joke. The girl that I dated before that was Puerto Rican. Latina chicks are out of their freaking minds. You do not want to cross them. They will ruin your life. You know what she would do? This is what happened. We would get into arguments, right? And she would make me cry during the argument. 
Then she would also secretly videotape me crying and threaten to post it on the internet to embarrass me. Can you sign that joke? Mm, Puerto Rican. When I think Puerto Rican, I think of a guy who doesn't really date Puerto Rican women too much. But I know a guy who did Puerto, date a Puerto Rican once. And I'm going to say that is none other than Luis J. Gomez. That's great. Luis J. Gomez. And then threatened to post it on the internet to embarrass me. Mm-hmm. And, and bonus question. Who was the Puerto Rican girl he dated that was going to post it on the internet to, that when he was crying? That's got to be tough. You know, out of all of the names that I can think of today, I would just have to guess Karen Feehan. That is... Can is I get Puerto a... Puerto Rican. Can you, can you put a wrong answer? Buzzard sound? No! I, I'm, I don't know, personally. I just, I thought maybe... That's too bad. It really would have been an exclusive get. If you could have said that on the show, we could have clipped it and we could have put it around. Jerry would have been excited. I can't do everything around here, not dude. Too much to do recently. That's all right. Why don't we jump into round three here? I'm 46. When I was in high school, every day after school, we would go home and watch a show called The Jerry Springer Show, okay? It was very important talk show about issues that real people face. It was a working man's Oprah, is how I looked at it. And a very Mm. popular topic of the Jerry Springer show was, I've got a secret, okay? A lot of people have secrets. Who do you think that comedian might be? Are you ready to sign that joke? 46, so it's not me. What's interesting is that you might actually have run into so many of these comedians here. Well, I I do know Lewis pretty well. I met Colin a few times. Very nice guy. Don't trust him, though. Uh, oh, we'll have to take that note there. We've certainly reached out to him to have him on the show. Maybe we'll have to follow up after today. Yeah, I can try to put in a good word for you, but it probably won't work. Um, let me think. 46, Jerry Springer. I'm going to say, I feel like there's like a theme here. I feel like you're you're kind of centering around the same kind of community. Ah, uh, 46. Can I get a hint? Is there is there a hint up? Unfortunately, no? so, you have run out of time there. I don't know. The answer was Kurt Metzger. He's not 46, by the way. A fun but. theme of today's round was that all these sign the jokes have brand new specials. All hosted by Gas Digital the same team that you write roasts for. So we thought we'd have a fun connection. There. Oh, well, there you go. Well, maybe, if, you know, see, I'm out of the loop, though. They're not, they they, they keep me out of skank fest right, these I days. Guess, and... You know, it's too bad. Maybe next round that he does those 30-minute specials, you'll have to get involved in those, too, unless you're doing it on your own. We'll certainly be looking forward to oh, whatever thanks, you're putting man. out there. We're also watching, we're always watching for what you're doing next. Do you have anything else you want to say on this show? Any 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 shout out? Anything else that you want to plug? No, it's the, this, this is the best podcast I've ever been on. You, I mean, this was the most fun. Wow. What a compliment. That's perfect. Everybody listening, I've been David Collins, and you've been the best. David Collins. 30 minutes. Show with David Collins.